let me tell you about a man that I have met. They call him Captain or Wizard, don't forget. CJ Morgan's his name and he wanted to start a show, so we did. Now you're listening to him on that dang old radio. Who's your favorite radio DJ? Because it's National Radio DJ Day! That's right, today's National Disc Jockey Day. Every single January 20th, we recognize the disc jockey playing the music, spinning the records, getting us excited about our tunes. Sorry. DJ, which is short for disc jockey. And now to, to break down some uh, some minutiae on this, which uh, is kind of weird because I, I'm i not a disc jockey. No. I'm not a DJ. None I of us joke, are technically anymore. <laughs> well, even actual music DJs aren't, but uh, I consider myself a presenter. Sure. I care more about what I do in between the songs than the songs itself. I think well, people like Howard Stern... Dale Dudley, Jason Dick, JB and Sandy, many of the well-known radio personalities in our quadrant. Robert were, Bones. We're, uh, <laughs> we're, we're not, uh, they were show hosts, not disc jockeys. I, I would like to be more on the level or thing of a show host. Now, there's a sure. thing wrong with that. We also have some great uh, disc jockeys, people that play and discover and really get in tune with right. the music in this city. And you, you'd have your uh, Sunday evening show exposure at 10 o'clock where you true. sort of play the more traditional disc jockeying role. Yeah, and you, you know, you have uh, Get the rest, best of both worlds. Rest in peace John Ailey, you have the great Jody Denberg, you have uh, oh, nominated yes. for every Chronicle Award, even best hairstylist Lori Gallardo. Mm. Uh, but uh, disc jockeys are different than than that because a lot of people are like who's your favorite radio DJ be like oh man I loved Howard Stern but Howard Stern's not a disc jockey there's a, there's a difference in 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 that sort of thing but yeah, DJs talk show hosts are a, an amazing category of their own especially the old school boss jocks and we lost one of the best today but there are guys like that still do it like Broadway Bill uh, that do these great intros that play this like great old school music that mm. have it hyped and fun. It also bugs me that on the uh, the headline for the website I'm looking at for a National Disc Jockey Day, it's a club DJ. Uh, uh, not the uh, same. No, not, not quite. Not, no, you do have skills on the turntables, which absolutely. is different, and I think that's awesome. And it's a, it's a different important thing as well for providing music and atmosphere, but I would say the radio DJ, the disc jockey, is, is a difference uh, uh, all on its own. Now, today we lost, like I said, one of the one of the legends, uh, yeah. uh, the Geener with the Heater, Jerry Blavin from Philadelphia. Of Philadelphia as Tasty Cake and Soft Pretzels. It's the Geener with the Heater, Jerry Blavin on Heater Gold Radio. Now, this dude wasn't just uh, a radio boss jock. Obviously, he was. He's one of the great, well-known ones. But he was a lot in the line of maybe not Rick D's, maybe like Dick Clark or even bigger than that because back in the day he was mixing in music and and bringing different elements and bringing people together because a lot of radio stations were not allowed to play black artists and yeah. that's what everyone was dancing to and Dude. listening to and he would yeah. do these live events and incorporate that music and made it you know, po- popular for his audience and that sort of thing. Badass, badass. Yeah, so he was he was so much more than just a, a radio DJ. I mean, the 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 events, the things he did, and, and I mentioned Dick Clark because everyone knows of American Bandstand. But I mean, Jerry Blavin was doing 
this sort of thing uh, forever. And he and he passed away today, which in in a way I think yeah. is obviously it's tragic. But as uh, you know, to quote, that's what old people do; they die. Yeah, of course, but, uh, of course. Did that hit you sort of to, uh, in a weird way? No, it it actually not in a weird way, but in a way to where maybe a lot of people out there will be like, we'll start looking up Jerry Blavin and yeah. learning more about him because obviously all the radio people know who he is. Right. The heater with the heater, the boss with the hot sauce. But it's it's cool when other people like me, because I grew up listening to radio yeah, same. all the time, religiously. I mean, dude, for uh, like a hundred years, uh, radio was king in this, uh, well, maybe not that long, but radio for a long time was our entertainment, our source for news. And Everything. Then, even when TV source, came along. It was along. literally the source for discovering music. You would have a tape deck as a kid on yeah. play pause with the radio on yeah, for yeah. when you heard that Dan Bell Biv DeVoe song. Oh, I'm going to make a mixtape, baby. Absolutely. Um, and then I got into prank calling and all that, but it... It was a big thing, yeah. and there were a lot of these, you know, obviously Dude. we loved our local guys, but there were a lot of big-name dudes that changed what it was to be a disc jockey, and, say, and Jerry for, Blavin was one of those. For most of its life, radio was kind of not necessarily boring. It was entertaining because they would have shows and stuff, you know, like little plays, and then also yeah, news. Yeah, like the vaudeville kind of. But it didn't really get into its current state until, I guess, like the 80s, right, with Howard Stern and just, you know, the revolution of the morning radio, not to take away from yeah, Bla- Blavin at all. I would say the late 80s, 90s are when, yeah. when kind of that uh, more well, the, was definitely the script. taken off from that kind of like the voice and the, the like introduced the records and here's Pink Floyd sort of thing, which which was dim. But I mean, uh, Alan Freed coined the term rock and roll, Wolfman Jack. Like that was also kind of a heyday of radio uh, back in the you know 50s, 60s, 70s when you really had these. Just I mean, dude, we had a station in Amarillo like it was uh, the car, nothing but classic <laughs> rock. And, dude, the those, car. those like, guys on those, those are stations cheesy, but I like it. were amazing, and I love listening to it. And then I would listen to the pop station we had with Bart Allison, who I think is you know, still around, still lives like Corpus Christi and does radio and something. Oh, but cool. It was so amazing to hear that, so I love it when people, you know, it sucks that he passed away, uh, Jerry Blavitt. I've been saying Blavitt, but... But maybe it'll it'll and on National DJ Day, yeah. Die, well, like what a day that's kind of cool. go if you're gonna go. It's prophetic almost. I like know someone had predicted this years ago. I would hate it, man. It sucked to die on like nine eleven or something. <laughs> like a day that's <laughs> dude, you're just a, a second. The rate you have birthday, you know what I mean? Like you don't get enough tension on your birthday. You're gonna die on your birthday. Yeah. <laughs> or, near. <laughs> or to die like uh, on the same day as like someone like Betty White. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah, you're gonna die like when President Trump dies, or you know, like <laughs> Some, something someone infamous. significant. Uh, but Point being, it's National Radio DJ Day, so give a shout out to your favorite disc jockey, uh, spinning the tunes, and uh, you know, as for us, we're gonna shut up and just play some goddamn music. Rest in peace to the Gator with the Heater, Jerry Blavitt. It's time to get that bread. And now it's time for Emily's social cues. If it's going around on the internet, we talk about it during social cues. And Emily, I know you're a big uh, football fan. You made the playoffs in your first year ever doing fantasy football. I did. Thank you so much. Your entire draft strategy was to take Cowboys yep. uh, players to piss off uh, other people in the league that are mm-hmm. Cowboys fans. Yep. It backfired a few times. But then. But then you made the playoffs. I made the playoffs, but then I didn't win the playoffs. Uh, and yeah, you did just lose a hundred bucks overall, but still I didn't lose a hundred bucks. I gained confidence. Oh, 
Did you make friends in the building? No, I didn't. Nobody talked to me. Didn't someone try to send you a real crappy trade? Oh, yeah. Somebody tried to screw me on a trade once. That was rude. Well, speaking, I know who it is upstairs. Uh, it was a sales manager of all people. Like, uh, so bad. Uh, speaking of screwing over, a lot of people have had their faces plastered on the internet for memes, which in and of themselves can be funny. It can be kind sure. of a uh, creative comment sort of thing. But more and more, we're seeing advertisers use classic memes in their stuff and a lot of times Mm -hmm. the people who create these viral sensations don't really get compensated for it they have 15 minutes of fame they might have been on tosh.0 they might have got paid (laughs) somewhat but overall it it can become kind of embarrassing and uh not really good for the people but for one little boy his dream is about to come true do y'all remember the uh the popeyes kid I do. The Popeye's side-eyed kid was uh, a little gentleman uh, looking side-eyes and holding his Popeye's drink. And it was basically memes that were used for like, what are you talking about? Like, what's going on? Like, Mm -hmm. uh uh-uh. Like, kind of of that sort of thing. Well, something uh, exciting is happening for the Popeye's kid because guess what? He's grown up. Here's the news. The star of one of the internet's favorite GIFs, GIFs, however you like to pronounce it, (laughs) says he is going to cash in on his fame. Yeah, so at some point you've probably seen this little boy behind us right there. You know that one. Cutie little face. That little side-eye expression (laughs) in a Popeye's restaurant. So that clip is back from all the way back in 2013. And now Colin Diners, that's his name, he's all grown up. He's actually an offensive lineman who plays football for Lake Erie College in Pennsylvania. And since college athletes can now their likenesses, which I think is an awesome thing. Someone on Twitter proposed, Popeyes ink a new deal with Colin. Popeyes responded and they said, quote, let's get this bread. Yes. So it sounds like Colin's about to finally get some money from his meme. Isn't that awesome? Doesn't that rule? A meme kid is now going to be uh, paid for his uh, exploitation on the internet. Oh, I love that. Finally. Took him long enough. Uh, I know. And not just internet exploitation, but college football exploitation. And uh, yeah, now he's getting paid. So he's uh, a really good offensive lineman. He's going to play college ball. And Popeyes as his uh, NIL, uh, as his sponsor, doesn't get better than that. Finally, some good news when it comes to social cues and virality on the internet. This oh, makes yeah. me very happy. Yeah, and this just gives me hope because now if my stupid face uh, ever gets goes viral on the internet, maybe I'll make some money, right? What would be your viral thing, though? What what would make Emily uh, famous? And um, let's not say something spontaneous like yeah. my dance video that made sure. me viral famous, but uh, if you were planning something, what's your... Oh, it would definitely be some sort of look-alike video. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that already kind of sort of happened. I didn't go viral per se, but I found somebody that looked like... On TikTok. I I had somebody that looked like my doppelganger, and people freaked out. Um, Yeah, I think think that's what would happen. I don't know. It would just be a video of me just doing something, and then people would find something wrong with it or find something to compare it to, or I don't know, maybe my boob will come out or something. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Accidentally. uh, Spencer would probably say a racial slur. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I would probably have one of my sex videos released uh, uh, publicly. Um, So who knows? But I think we should just start an agency Mm -hmm. that finds all these old viral uh, meme people. Yeah. And we we start an ad agency and uh, help them get paid. And then we take a commission. This this sounds like a a good idea. This sounds like a Nathan for you idea. God, I love that show. (laughs) I know. That is such a good show. It's one of my favorites. 
but ever. Yeah, I, I think I think it's interesting how kids these days are a lot more exposed, not only to the internet but on the internet. I mean, I know a lot of I have a few friends that refuse to show their baby's face on yeah yeah, 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 on Instagram or on any sort of social media for this to happen. Some celebrities are doing that as well. I noticed. I think it was uh, Ali Wong, a comedian who's famous uh, for her Netflix specials, where she's like pregnant as well as other movies like Rich mm-hmm. Asians, things like that. Um, hides her kid. Yeah. kid's face. And I'm like, oh, cool. Good for you. <laughs> you know, it's kind of cool. And that's the sick, sad, weird thing about the internet is everyone sees it as a quick path to fame or notoriety or fortune. And it does have a lot of stuff that feeds internally into that. And then it kind of creates this bizarre digital need. But I'm going to tell you something. If hmm. you've ever watched any biopic on any celebrity or anyone that went internet famous, uh, it's not good. Being famous is never good. No. It never works and out. And you always drop off For at some anyone. Point. You yep. always drop off. Yep. Yeah. There's always going to be a peak moment. Johnny Depp was the highest paid male actor. Ooh. The biggest name in Hollywood. He was getting hundreds of millions for those stupid pirate movies. Yeah. Not Yikes. the first couple, but the, yeah, the last the, few. Uh, were everyone drops off. Everyone knows everything about it. It's, it's a nightmare. Mm-hmm. But I still crave it. You crave the the fame and fortune? Wink. Oh, wink. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I was winking because it was going to be a little star sound of me winking into Into the microphone. Wink. Yeah. Sick and tired. (laughs) Joining us, Matt Bearden, our dear friend for Parent Pickup. Yeah, I have pulled up an interesting study. And I, I want you guys to understand how lucky you are. Thank you. I am. I'm looking at you. I'm looking around the room. I'm seeing single people, people without kids, which means you have less of an excuse to not come to work and to call in the sick. Did you know that? Well, but yeah, we'll be hung over where you're not because you got to take care of your kids. Exactly. I can call in drunk. There is a chart out. Uh, how often does a family with small children get a respiratory infection? Once a week. It, it's insane <laughs> looking at it. And I'm like, yep, true that. Uh, children, so I'm going to look at this thing. If you are in an age group, let's say uh, 18 to 39, that's going to be the majority, I think, of our listeners. 18 to 39. Then... Around 22% of the time, someone in your household should have some kind of respiratory infection. Uh, I'm not talking about fever and you can't go to work, but sometimes you have the sniffles and you don't feel well for a week. That would still count. And a lot of times... 22% 22% of the time, that's almost the equivalent of like three months out of the year. That's most of your life. Right, but if you think about it, that's like two or three days a month and... Look, I just heard you cough. Why did you just cough? Because we're talking about coughs. <laughs> no, I now I just cough. heard you cough. I, don't know, I have no idea. Maybe, oh, no. And kids can also <laughs> not be sick or symptomatic and get you sick, right? They're little germ machines. Yeah, well, here's the deal. If you're under five years old, 50, 50% of the life, 50% of the year, you will test positive with a nasal swab uh, for some kind of respiratory infection. Dude, wow. 50% of the year. So now you start taking those little booger machines like that and put them in your household, let's start talking about this. Number of weeks where you will have a viral detection of positive in your household over a year, if you have zero children, 7%. Nice. 7%. Nice. That's where you guys are. 7%. Okay. You don't have children okay. in the household. Now, 7%. Now we're about to get creepy. Uh, Emily, this makes you want to not have kids, right? 
Sorry, she was just zoning out, so I wanted to wake her up. It's okay. You don't have to talk, Emily. It's not your segment. Thank you. <laughs> if you have one child, that's 7% goes to 35% instantly, uh, just having the one crap. child. I have two kids, 56%. Damn. 56% of the weeks in our household, one or more persons will come up with a nasal swab as being positive for some kind of Jeez. respiratory infection. I got a question. Are you, are you still reading this? No, is here's a the crazy thing. Topic. When you think that you go to a third child, where do you think it's going to go? I think by then, mathematically, it levels out. That's the great thing, is that if you have if 50, if you have two children, it's 56% of the time. Three children, 56% of the time. Huh. Four children, 58% of the time. I will say this. If you have six children, A, your pull-out game, pull game ain't strong, bro. No, that's Secondly, your problem. 90%. Oh my God! How, why does that time? jump suddenly? I That's don't crazy. know. I don't know. Science I don't know. Up. Quadratic formula, sin, cos, tan. Now speaking of math, I got a question, Matt, because this perplexes me, and I think I might know the answer. All of my friends that have kids, every single one of them had a kid. They were excited. Dad's like, "Okay, cool, we're done." Mom's like, oh, "But I want a second kid. I want a second kid." And they all have two kids now, and every time. The second kid is such a pain in the ass. Sure, it's a little less stressful because you know what you're going through. You know what you're doing. But why does everyone have second kids when they just bitch about having their first kid and then bitch about having a second kid and it's more expensive? And it's well, why does everyone have two kids? Well, I don't why, know. Why I don't is know there how... that need to have another kid when it's just more money and you're like, oh, I'm so tired of being pregnant? I don't know. Don't get pregnant. You already had a kid. Are you asking me to answer or just to yell at me? I just want to yell. Yeah. Okay, I'm like, yeah. What, do, what do you consider bitching? Is yeah, it just I like, also oh, I'm tired again today? Or... I don't know who's <laughs> telling you that having two kids is more difficult. It's actually easier. The more kids you have, the easier it gets. It really does. First of all, you have experience and it's easier. Plus, your kids can entertain each other. <laughs> now, I will say it's way, way, way more expensive. Way more expensive. Having kids is insanely expensive. I look at my friends... In their BMWs, their trips to Aspen. Their Lego rooms. Their Lego rooms. And it sometimes kills me. I'm driving a car that I've had for 22 years. And guess what? I'm not exactly poor, but I've got two kids. And kids are expensive. Also, I'm sick all the time. My wife is never sick, but I'm the one that brings us up to 56% of the time. I think you have a second kid because once you have one, you kind of want to... I would, I would literally, I'd have a third. I, I wish that we could adopt uh, a child today. A, you know, I, 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 I would do it absolutely. CJ, it's sort of the same thing when you like, you have one dog, and you're like, oh, my dog's kind of lonely when I go to work. You They're know, pack maybe animals, I should so get it. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like maybe I'll get a second dog for them to play with. CJ, and... it's also like if you have one Lego set and it's expensive, but then you think, well, I'll spend money and I'll have a second Lego set. It's investments. Why would you have a third Lego set? Think of the pain. Yeah, you have one of the you... kids are going to be a screw up, and it's less likely if you have two that both of them will be screw ups. One of them will live out my dreams and be a famous rock musician slash actor slash. Scientist. Benevolent autocrat. Yeah. Also, you can usually tell you you mess up your first child because you don't know what you're doing, and then you look deep into her eyes and realize, oh, she's not going to help me get into a home later. So I had but another my one. Second sweet little boy son. Treat treat him kindly, and he'll help pick out a home. Austin's own Lego man. The CJ Morgan Show on 101X. Taco Bell, you cruel, evil temptress. You look fat as. I'm getting very concerned with the integrity of our organization here. CJ. You have gained, I mean, 50 pounds of fat. The man is carrying around trash bags filled with Mexican foods. CJ is fat! 
Taco Bell is bringing back its queso-flavored chicken wings with a huge meal deal. And boy, am I pissed off about it. What? Why? Just as we've discussed on this show so many times, giving up fast food for 30 days, not ordering stuff. I haven't had Taco Bell in forever. Now... I want it. I want this meal deal right goddamn now. <laughs> Me too, man. I don't even care about the the big game. You can't have it, though. No? Nope. Uh, it comes with crispy chicken wings, uh, nacho, queso flavored, by the way, a Mexican pizza, yes. four yes. crunchy tacos, and some spicy ranch. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. Spencer sent me this article. Mm-hmm. This is a great CJ's fat. You know what's even better? There's a TB right down the road from us. Yeah, bitch. I'm going to head down and uh, scoop of some of this. Yeah, baby. Can't do it. No? Uh, it starts Thursday, January 26th. We have to wait till Damn next it. week. Okay. And this is their ultimate game day box, uh, brimming with all sorts of those uh, menu favorites. Yes. And you can get the wings for six ninety nine, and the wings were pretty damn good. We actually did kind of like them, right? Yeah, well, we, we tried them last year or the year before. How long ago was it been? Damn. Whenever Just Matt and CJ was a show. <laughs> Matt Bearden. Yeah, we had a... And they, they were good considering that... You couldn't get them in Austin. Like, it became... Taco Bell's good at their marketing and scarcity of supply. The dude that hooked us up got them from what? Buda or or Kyle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he brought them all the way in from the other side of the state, and (laughs) they came to the radio station... Uh, wings, it might not travel as well. You know, you right. probably need to toss them in the air fryer. But they were still good. They were we, still a bit crispy. We still ate them and enjoyed them. Considering it was a punishment on our Plinko board. That's what we were thinking. Oh, God, Taco Bell wings. They, they're going to they're they're gonna make you. Ugh. No, these no, were, they were great. These were good. Yeah, Taco Bell introduced the wings back uh, last year, 2021. Became a uh, huge hit. They ended up bringing them back. The wings come doused in a queso-flavored seasoning. So... MSG powder. That's yeah, all right. I'm all for it. Dry rub it. Uh, they're now bringing it back uh, just in time for the big game or the, you know, I can say Super Bowl right now. You can, it's weird with advertising the way you will get sued. Yeah. But because we're talking about g- uh, watching an exciting Super Bowl game, we can say that. But when it becomes with advertising, you got to say yeah. the big game. I yeah. Should, I should be. Pat- Go on, sorry. I was trying to think of another word. And then we can sue lonely, poor radio stations. (laughs) No. A lot of money. Don't become the enemy. Uh, The Ultimate Game Day box is uh, only $22. And I know what you're thinking. That's a lot of Taco Bell. That sounds like a lot. Dude, eight crispy tacos. (laughs) Oh, damn. Eight crispy tacos. Okay, never mind. Uh, Oh, wait. Eight crispy chicken wings. Never mind. I got excited. Oh, okay. Well, now it does still sound expensive. One Mexican pizza. Oh, that's why. Four crunchy tacos. Dude, it's that Mexican pizza driving it up. Eight crispy chicken wings, uh, and you can get more wings a la carte for only uh, $6.99. But it comes with two things, a spicy ranch, which is ranch with some... Dude, you're just going to buy it for the ranch, aren't you, and then just dip everything you own in it? I'm not a ranchman. (laughs) I'm not. Not a no, ranchman. Not even Spicy Ranch? No. Not no. even the daring and, and exciting new world of Spicy Ranch? Wow. Yeah, ranch isn't my thing. Do you want to hear something disgusting, I'm though? Not a ranch guy, either. I did buy some uh, creamy Italian uh, Newman's dressing. Nice. Not to make a delicious salad. Just a chug. To microwave with butter and then dump into my popcorn with Parmesan cheese <laughs> and uh, some Jess Prowl's hardcore uh, carnivore nice. seasoning. Yeah. Well, good for you, man. There's a, there's a new uh, at least my tummy hurt. At least you're trying new things. It makes my every time Kinda. I make popcorn, my fiance is like, "Oh, can I have some popcorn?" She's like, "Or oh, wait, did you did you do weird CJ 
to it. And I'm like, I did weird CJ stuff to it. She's like, ah, I can't believe it. We have to separate our popcorn because I like mine doused with flavor. Wow. How do you you eat Malmo Draft House? How do you uh, eat it quickly enough to where it doesn't become soggy? You, you shake, you eat it fast. You shake it up, uh, you, you microwave the popcorn, and you keep the bag hot and closed. Okay. Uh, then you microwave your butter and your mix-ins. Of course. And then uh, you pour a little bit in a bowl, then you put your mix-ins, a little bit more mix-ins, and then you shake it, and you just you just got to eat it. And then at the bottom, there's a nice layer of Parmesan and buttery goo that you take your hands and just... Ugh. It's disgusting, but it's good. You should save some chips for that next time. Just no. have a little chip dip. You know what? I just I need Try to make, I need Try to make my things. own big game super <laughs> meal deal. Oh, uh, gross! There CJ's mixins. Anyhow, next week uh, Taco Bell four tacos, one Mexican pizza, eight of their queso wings coming back just in time. The ultimate game day box at Taco Bell. Taco Bell, there's a free plug. Give us some damn free food. Yeah, we did. Sorry, we just uh, what were you about to sing? You just started rambling as we were going on air. Oh, you went on air just yeah, now? Yeah, we're on air. Where were you? We're at sports bet time, but I'd rather sing. What were you about to... I said, I'll be back. Oh, okay. I thought... <laughs> Somebody in the hall said, I'll be back, and then for some reason, I just, I'll be back. And... Well, now you... Before that, because I just watched uh, an episode of Sunny in Philadelphia, I've had the Day Bow Bow song stuck in my head, Day and you were just singing bow, Day bow. bow Bow. Yeah. <laughs> Song on uh, about India. Yeah, my brain is filled with a lot of useless stuff today. I don't know what is going on. You've had a silly day. You okay? Everything good? It's been a great. long week. Everything's great. Okay. Uh, not so great when it comes to the score of the sports bet. Matt currently losing to CJ. According to my new rules and calculations, uh, it is uh, CJ a total of five, three, one, two, three, four, five. Matt, five. So never mind, we're tied. That's how math works. How are we tied? Uh, first week, you got two right. I got two right. Second no, no, week, no, no. you got three first right. First week, I got three right. No, you didn't. I have it right here. You got one right, and then you got the, the, the personal challenge. You picked TCU over Georgia. You picked TCU. Right. That's, that was the final one, so that's CJ. And what? And the, and the physical, physical challenge. And so I got two for the physical challenge. So I have one, two, three, four. I got one right this week, so that makes me a five. You have three right this week and two right last week, and this week's physical challenge was a null because we lost uh, we lost the ball. Spencer, he's cheating me again, and I can't tell how he's doing it. But I'm not it, cheating. Doesn't it feel like he's cheating me? Uh, yeah, it's a really good strategy usually to start to confuse you know your opponent and you know get them all just you know not discombobulated. I can do this myself, so it's not a good strategy. Uh, this is how they get teenagers to confess to murder. Yeah, yeah. You just tell you know you just throw them in a room, sleep deprive them. You know, I guess <laughs> no, not really what's happening. That's but. exactly what I did. Okay. Okay. Whatever. Shake, shake them up. We're you know. tied. That, whatever. Week three, we enter a tie. Sound good? I don't like it, but okay. I mean, oh, I no. feel like I've been doing really well. Okay, I'll let you pick the next physical challenge. What do you want to do next week? Oh, because week? you're winning the physical challenges. I only won one. Right. I won the bread potong. Yeah. Uh, uh, week. Last last week was a pull or a draw, right? Yeah, yeah. because we lost we lost our okay. our football. This week I get to kick you in the nuts. That's not a physical challenge. It That's is fun. actually it's physical for me. It's challenging for you. No, come on, man. We've done. Uh, We've done conference room home run derby. We've done a penalty shootout. We've done field goals. There's got to be something fun that we can do to annoy our coworkers in the hallway while playing a sport against each other. Yeah. Um, we, we could do bread pong toe again, but we should save that for later. Yeah, when I'm you know hungrier. 
French Kiss competition. We have to do. Um, oh yeah, I'll be the judge of that one for sure. Yeah. yeah. We do. We're going to do, do a contest where we have to run up the main stairs through the lobby. Okay. And then come down the back stairs by promotions. Okay. And then pop out and run by the fishbowl meeting room. Nude. And then back to where we started at the base of the stairs. And so, we'll time it. I love it. We do a sprint. Can we not do stairs? Because we're both going to fall over and hurt ourselves. That's why I think it's great, is that neither of us can walk. All right, so we're, we're going to do a marathon. Uh, <laughs> we'll call it an indoor... The, the indoor, indoor decathlon triathlon thing. There we go. Okay. okay. I love that. Uh, anyhow, we have some sports bets to make, so we'll come back and do that in just a moment. Uh, you can play along, too, and actually win prizes because we're giving away a big big game pack. I can't call it what it is. <laughs> I forget. I don't know how the I rules work. Laws so work. We have to call it a big game well, pack. Well, if it's associated with some, I, I can. If I'm saying I'm excited for the Super Bowl, I'm going to watch that. We can say it. But if we're like, 101X is giving you super secret big games. A superb secret. owl. There you go. Uh, we'll be back. We'll make some bets. You can participate. 512-835-1015. Uh, text us your bets. And if you beat Matt, if you beat CJ, you go in the bucket to win something. TBD. All right, sorry about all the nonsense earlier. Now to the pick in the sports bet. Wild, wacky card weekend is over. We are now entering the divisional phase of the NFL playoffs. So, Matt, we're going to go to that, and we're going to be picking the line as well. You ready? You excited? You want to get it? I'm not ready. I don't really know anything. Let's go. You don't know anything about football? How is it you're so good at the sports bet then? Lucky. I guess so. Uh, It's a little more even, I think, when we do the the line. So, uh... Matt's going to be taking the points or given the point. I don't even understand how this works. You're really confusing oh, wow. me, and I think this is part of what you do to confuse me because this is how you win. This is how you cheat me is you say things I don't know. I don't know it either. I have to contact our old co-worker Jason and be like, hey, who won in this if they bet on this plus five? Point being, here we go. Uh, Chiefs are the favorites. Eight and a half point favorites versus the Hogwires. Matt, are you taking the Chiefs or the Jags and eight and a half points? Uh, is this to see who goes to the Super Bowl? No, this is to see who goes to the AFC Championship game. Oh, the Hogwires have been really good to me this whole season, in my guessing. And the Chiefs, I know, win to the, the number Super one Bowl. seed. Uh, let's say the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs will take it then. Uh, Chiefs minus 8.5. Next uh, top seed in the NFC, the Giants upsetting, uh, make it a, a big upset last week against the uh, Vikings, who lived on the edge a little too long. Uh, seven and a half point dogs, Giants or the Eagles? Eagles at home, top seed in the NFC. Giants in seven and a half or the Eagles? You just called both of them the top seed. That's very confusing. To Eagles me. are the top seed. Giants upset the Vikings. Oh, I'm see. I see what you're saying. I'm uh, confusing you. I'm, I'm, it's it's called razzle dazzle. Let's go with the Eagles. Those fans seem like real a holes. Let's give them what they want: a victory and then a loss to the Cowboys, the NFC Championship, or will it? Uh, Bengals and the Bills in another exciting rematch of their canceled game. Bengals, Bengals are okay. They're they're Bengals in uh, five and a half. They they are the underdogs. So you're going to take. I like that bet. I like the, I Bengals, the Bengals in five and a half. Game. You like them to win straight out too. Okay. Last one. Uh, Cowboy Niners. Cowboys 49ers. Classic 
NFC rivalry at home. The 49ers been surging, even though they are on Brock Purdy, their third string quarterback. But, man, they are looking hot with Debo Samuel. Christian McCaffrey trade a big one. Uh, Cowboys, four-point underdogs at the 49ers. Who you got? Uh, the Cowboys will actually pull us off. Straight up win. I mean, you still get the four points. I get the four points. Damn, all right. Uh, Matt's picks. Chiefs, Eagles, Bengals, Cowboys. Make yours. 512-835-1015. If you beat Matt, you go in the bucket to win a super secret prize pack thing. Something. I always give away stuff, and then I forget to, like, actually execute it. I still owe someone a Lego gift card. I still owe charity money. Mm-hmm. I don't forget. I'm not embezzling on purpose, okay? Okay? I don't believe you. Spider-Man was getting flirty on the red carpet. And now it's time for the Nerd Report. I just wanted to say that that I'm a nerd. Yes, a lot of people nerding out over Agarf, as we call him. Yeah, hashtag not my Spider-Man. Sorry. Sorry, Um, not sorry. I know. Yeah, he wasn't great. he was the sensitive Spider-Man. He, he, wa- he was the in-between Spider-Man. It was He was him great and- in the last one, though. Yes, yes. The uh, multiverse yeah. where all of them... The he was, fun. He was a good was relief, a good Spider-verse. juxtaposition to, mm-hmm. to the other ones. No, I agree. And he is a great actor in a lot of other things, too, that I probably have seen, but I can't remember offhand. But I know he's a great actor, I promise. Trust me. Uh, and he's not only that, he has a fun personality, People love him on social media because they think he's funny. They think he's cute. He's a little quirky guy. And specifically, uh, there is a interviewer. Um, her name is her name is Amelia. Sorry, Amelia Demonenberg. She's British. She has this show that she does called The Chicken Shop, where she interviews um, different celebrities, makes them feel uncomfortable. She's pretty goofy. I enjoy her. And, uh, so she's kind of purposely awkward. Yeah, she's. Okay. it's just like kind of her being herself, I guess. Um, but she goes on the red carpet and she interviews some of the people on the red carpet. And this is her interviewing Andrew Garfield for the first time. Hey, Garf. What? Yeah, I think you're great. Do you know who I am? You're kidding me. You're kidding me. Chicken shop thing. No. Yeah. I've been trying to get a date with you for a while. I have not got the memo. I'm asking you out right now. <laughs> you do date a lot of these things. Yeah? Which, and? Oh, no, it's wonderful. It's just like, I don't know. I just feel like less special, I guess. No way. You are the most special. Right. <laughs> you say that to every single person. No, I don't. This is the first person I've called special tonight. Especially your armpits. I'm sorry. Yeah, and so the whole time he's giggling like a little kid. and He's he like, caught off guard, but he knows what she's doing, yeah. but it's also flattering. And he started off the entire interview with walking up to her on the red carpet saying, I think you're great. I know who you are, which as somebody who interviews people, oh my gosh, I would I would just I would be so honored if that happened to me. Like if if Andrew Garfield or anybody walked uh, up to oh, me. Hi, and, Emily, it's me, Brett Daniel from the Bean Spoon. Oh, my God. I you on Daniel. 101X and I'll thank you pretty gay. Oh. I hate it when that wanker CJ Morgan interviews me. It's the same <laughs> questions. And he also calls me Brit Daniels. There's no S in more name, even though they should be. Ah. Like that. Yeah, that was okay, perfect. Cool. That was you. exactly how Brit how Brit talks. Uh but not only did this happen once to Miss Amelia, who I am already jealous by. This happened twice. She got hit on by Andrew Garfield on a second red carpet for the Golden Globes. Hi. Hi. <laughs> How are you? You mu- We must stop meeting like this. I only ever want to see you. What? 
and a, on I put That's not the end of the sentence. That's not the end of the sentence. I don't ever want to see you in these kinds of situations. What about other kinds of situations? Not interested, gonna... not interested. I was going to invite you to my birthday party. When's your birthday party? The 30th of January. What astrological sign are you? I'm an Aquarius. That's your moon. If you have a sun sign that's the same as the moon sign of someone else, it's not good. Nice, no, good. So okay. yeah, so he starts asking about. He's what's politely your sign? rejecting her. But it's not. Or he's is like he? giggling. You, he kind of looks a little high in this interview. I'll be honest. I think everybody at the Golden Globes. Somebody must have had a really good uh, hook. Yeah, because it's the Golden at Globes. the Golden no Globes one wants to because be on the. Um, that show. Yeah, a majority of the interviews that I've seen from that, everybody has seemed to be a little bit, little bit kooky. But how cute is that? I thought that was sweet and adorable, and it. You know, it's hard to see other people living my dream. <laughs> who's, who's your favorite, like, uh, like if you were to interview a musician that you would, mm-hmm. like, totally crush on, who oh would my just blow you away? Gosh. Oh, my gosh. That's a, re- that's a really hard question. Just the Arctic Monkeys as an entire band. Okay, I can do that. Close your eyes. Yeah. Okay, closing my eyes. Oh, they Emily. It's us, the Arctic Monkeys. We're excited <laughs> to have you sitting here with us because we've heard you on One on One Eggs where you play some of the songs. Uh, our latest album, Conor Wankery, a, a little bit of the draft taken out of some of our four, but we're still happy to have the fire that is your red hair and be here with you, Emily. Was that supposed to be Alex Turner? I don't know, dude. Or was that Jamie Cook? That's, was that's that? the Arctic Monkeys. <laughs> we're the Arctic Monkeys. Oh. It's really cold where we're from, but we still jump around and throw poo. I've just come to the conclusion that all British people are hot. Yeah. Yeah, I interviewed Biba Doobie, and she... Oh, don't she, even get me started. Do you want to hear what she said about me? Yes. Hey, it's Biba Doobie, hang with Captain CJ Morgan on 101X. He's totally cool and stuff, and he isn't sweaty at all. So you think she likes me? She, that's clearly flirting. I don't think so, CJ. Man, you say that about every celebrity really we interview do. together. You say that about every single celebrity You say they interview. don't flirt with me. And you I'm say like, they Man. flirt with you. Well, maybe just concerned because I fell over and I had a bleeding arm and... Yeah, yeah. No, it was just concern and fear. Okay. Matthew McConaughey, Texas football, and the CJ Morgan Show, 101X. All right, ready to do radio? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, just don't cuss. All right, here we go. <laughs> All right, now joining us in the studio, funny man Michael Dayday is here to uh, talk about an upcoming comedy show. Where are you going to be at this weekend? Oh, what's up, buddy? I'm going to be at Cold Town Theaters over in East Austin. Oh, you have to do a radio voice like me. Oh, radio voice. I'm going to be in Cold Town Theaters over in East Austin. <laughs> hey. um, perfect. Yeah, Cold Town Theaters back. Uh, you're going to be Woo. performing there, and... Correct me if I'm wrong. You're you're from Houston, right? I'm a Houston boy, yeah. And are you making the jump to Austin, or are I've, you? Uh... I've lived here four months now. Oh, really? Yeah, okay, wow, welcome. Awesome. Really new, man. Yeah, it's uh, it's a it's a nice city. It's wild. Uh, <laughs> I, I like it. I like all the transplants. Um, who come and complain to me, and I have to pretend like I know what they're talking yeah, about. Yeah, dude, I know. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I know. I hate that one area with the bats or whatever you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> the one area with the bats, that's perfect. Uh, I got to say, I'm, I'm excited to have you on. We've never met in person, and I haven't seen you do comedy live, but I feel like I've seen so much of you on the internet <laughs> because uh, you were hilarious on Twitter, and you were always just kind of like in my feed. And so I'm like, I gotta follow this dude. He always makes me laugh. And then <laughs> Thank I, you. I started watching your comedy clips. I'm like, this guy's funny as hell. Thank you. And uh, my fiance is a uh, comedian, and she was from Houston too. And she's like, oh, yeah. that's Michael. He's like, he's great. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, very- you know that dude too. And, and yeah. So <laughs> I felt like I, 
I discovered you when in actuality, like, all the <laughs> already everyone already knows you. Already no, discovered, I'm yeah. always welcome for a fan. I always say my career, comedy career, is always five years too late. Like, I'm going to get on, you know, TV. I'm going to get on cable television when no one watches when, cable. Yeah, yeah. 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 No. This is all streaming, right? Yeah. <laughs> when that's no longer uh, the goal or anything like that. Uh, what's it like going from doing, I guess, Houston comedy and living there and moving here? Because... I feel like for a long time, Austin was the comedy place. We were having a scene. COVID kind of killed it. Then you have the whole, like, Death Squad Rogan crew that came here with their sort yeah. of thing. You also have what I call the gas station open mic BYOB <laughs> comics. Hey, man. Um, That's the S right there. I, I, <laughs> dude, it's, Showing it, up to it those. It's literally the S. <laughs> well, yeah. But I feel like Houston was having, uh, I don't know, maybe I just hung out with my fiance's hipster friends, but I feel like Houston was having kind of this cool renaissance of being, like, not just a corporate Houston town, but like yeah. kind of having like a cool scene. So I, why are you leaving there? It's very awesome that you. Uh, well, I quit doing comedy for like two and a half years. I didn't think I wanted to do it anymore. I was a teacher for a while, oh. and then I went back to law school. And then going to law school made me realize, wait, I actually like I love comedy. I yeah, want to yeah. keep doing it, and it's been awesome. It's funny that you mentioned that about Houston. People always say Houston's such like a very German work centric town. They go to work, they come home, they, they sit in traffic, and it's like uh, I, I went to <laughs> damn. I've, yeah. I've uh, for traffic. some reason in my career, dated many women from Houston, and every time <laughs> I've had to go in Houston traffic, I'm like, this is nothing like Austin. Their traffic patterns make sense yeah. well, at move, certain times. It moves times. a little bit, you know what I mean? It like, moves. It flows. Yeah. Well, flow. I don't understand where the traffic comes from here. Cause, like, I'll, exactly. I, yeah, it's Sunday it's, at noon. Yeah. I'm like, what are you, where is everyone going? At Who are you? Wednesday at 2 <laughs> o'clock in the morning, I guess. But, but you were saying, like, Houston, Houston's not that. No, no Houston, this is a much more happier, free-flowing type of city, and I really appreciate that. Or H-Town, as we call it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Hurricane City, maybe. Like, you have to yell at the crowd. You gotta be like, alright, sit down, shut up, listen, and then tell them jokes. We're here. I came in so aggressive, so hot, so yeah. used to... This guy's mean! Yeah, I was like, oh, I don't have to do that here. I can yeah. just tell jokes and people want to laugh, so I'm excited for tonight, and I've, I've loved doing comedy here. Everyone here has been super nice and super supportive, and Houston's changed a lot. There's been a lot of, I think, called brain drain in the scene where people were there for years and then they moved to New York and some people are writing for television shows, some people are writing for Comedy Central Roast and getting their own TV specials. So it's awesome to see all of the people that like I started with Kind of jump yeah. and go, yeah. yeah. And I feel like I'm playing catch up since I like quit for those two years. But uh, you know, we all move at our own pace, and I'm having fun. Yeah, I mean, you you gotta eventually, yeah. I guess, with getting a job, get a little, going uh, back to school. Do you have yeah. a little uh, FOMO, I guess, or fear of like missing out, or yeah, when you so, were doing law school or whatever? Or yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, COVID helped. Where like I was like, all right, I I didn't want to do it anymore, and then COVID actually knocked me out of it. Yeah. And then once COVID started to end, well, in Texas, it never happened, right? So we, <laughs> I mean, pretty much it dude, for like three pretty weeks. Much. Three weeks. We're like, all right, we're not doing it. But then, uh, yeah, I was definitely missing. I was seeing my friends get on these shows and these big festivals. And I was like, we used to drive three hours just for a five-minute open Dude. mic somewhere. Yeah, and, and not get paid. This, not yeah, even get drink oh, tickets. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. We, we would make a drive every Sunday to Cap City Open Mic, uh, five of us in a car, like yeah, at least yeah, twice yeah. a month, just for, what, four or five minutes of stage time. Yeah. Dude, I'm sorry about that. No, it's okay. I, I used to, uh, as being a quote-unquote radio celebrity, really, I got free food. So I was one of the judges for some of the Cap City Open Mics for the, the uh, funniest person in Austin. Mm -hmm. Incredible and, contest, yeah. It, oh, it's great. It's fun. In so many good and bad ways but I always loved that you would have these dudes that would drive from like 
I mean, Belton, Texas, to the closest, or you yeah. know, maybe Brownsville would would Damn, drive hours. Dude. That's and, an eight nine hour drive, and their from, family yeah. would come with them. Oh, that's that's dedication. And then after they lost, because obviously they're not going <laughs> to advance oh, no. when you're going against like Avery Moore or you know some yeah. people of that caliber. Some, yeah. Uh, as the judge, you're leaving. It's time to go home. You got to go back to work. You were just doing a, a thing because the club asked you to. Yeah. And you, you, I care about comedy. I tried to pay attention and do a good job. And then out there in that parking lot before they have their eight-hour road trip home is the entire <laughs> uh, trailer park yep. for whatever dude got up and told racist bad oh, jokes for 20 minutes or about five minutes. And, and they're just they want to know why their uh, son didn't advance. He's funny. He's the funniest one in town. He's preaching, all right. It's funny. Uh, we're gonna come back. We're gonna talk a little more comedy. We're awesome. gonna we're gonna hang out with Michael and uh, kind of I guess Cold Town Theater's back uh, again. Hell yeah. Awesome. Uh, so we're gonna be back and hang out and do more silly things. Uh, right here on What uh, X on the Rid. You want to do a radio voice and introduce a song? Oh, the last time I did it, I sounded like uh, Macho Man kind of. So. <laughs> hey, that works. That's right, we're with funny man Michael uh, Dana. I can't even keep up the voice sometimes. It's it's oh, always... Come on, man. You have to commit to the bit. That's the rule, first rule of comedy. Yeah, I know, yeah. right? And I not give up two seconds, and it is great. I mean, I, I feel like I say this too much, but when I interview bands and stuff, that's always how I'll start. Mm-hmm. This is the icebreaker, because they're like, oh, dude, you were just talking to me normal a minute ago. But they go into their spill and talking, and they're like, because they're probably so used to radio being that, yeah. uh, which uh, you said you're a fan of. Uh, you're also uh, great doing crap on the internet, which we'll talk about in a second. Great doing comedy, and you're back at it, and you're doing a Cold Town Theater. Cold Town Theater. Uh, Friday tonight. Tonight. Yeah. Tonight, yeah. Um, and I'm really glad to have you on because, again, I discovered you, even though you know all of our mutual comedy friends <laughs> and everyone knows. But I I was excited because I was like, this dude's really funny. Thanks, man. And I started following you, and then you followed me back, which Whoa. is even cooler. But uh, I noticed when, um, when uh, I asked about you, I was like, I can't find him on Twitter, and you're, you're off the internet, but you've... <laughs> You said you were a teacher for a while, and when I looked into substitute teaching, I realized I couldn't because of my internet pass. Yikes! Yeah. So does that? Do you feel that conflicts with your comedy, like the like real life and this is internet the thing. Uh, with teaching? No one wants to be a teacher, so you can't get fired. There's zero. <laughs> the only nice. thing, the only thing you can do, like you could drop kick a kid, and they'd be like, "It's uh, fine." You know? Did you? Hit you up. Yeah. <laughs> the, so teacher is fine. There's so many jokes that come from teaching because, like, the kids are your coworkers, and kids Man. say ridiculous stuff all of the time. So They're mean. Yeah, it's constant material. Some kids material. being mean to me on eBay. Yeah, it's constant material. That's what it, like, they just say whatever comes to their mouth. You know, they're just like, oh, you smell like pee. I don't want to hang out with you. <laughs> immediately. Thanks Spencer, a lot, Jerk. Spencer said that to me this morning. <laughs> I had a Sorry. parent, uh, I taught elementary school and I learned this um, people don't like when you're a male and you work with young kids. Yeah, it's they, weird. They really don't like that. And so I had a dad. This is like my second week on the job. I taught first grade. His dad came up, dropped his kid off, and then pulled me aside and said, uh, hey, I just want to let you know I don't like that you're a dude and you work with yeah, kids. Don't kiss my kid. Like, like, dude, fine, I won't. It creeps me out. Yeah, and so I just look at I have ADHD, so like whatever thought I have, I'm just going to say it. Yeah. So I just look at this dad and I go, whatever, dude, your kid's not even that cute, which... Wow. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, oh, don't man. do that. <laughs> Yikes. They got to oh, transfer God. you schools. It's bad. That's great, dude. Uh, but, uh, so first grade, that's like six, seven, seven, 
seven years old, yeah, like eight, seven, eight. Yeah. Did you ever catch yourself like accidentally maybe doing little bits and things like that from when you were doing stand up to entertain <laughs> like them, entertaining or? the kids? <laughs> oh yeah, all the time. Yeah, but it's nice. so easy. It's nice. you're you're killing all day because like they're eight. Everything is impressive. <laughs> you just gotta yeah. make fart you jokes. Just go it's like, great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was told, by the way, with this station, uh, my first week here, it's like, uh, we're not the fart station anymore. So <laughs> I guess I, I did have a, two sound effects for farts. This is great. Right. Exa- and they're real ones, too. Uh, How did you make them real? Did you, dude, there's a like, microphone and a butt. It's, <laughs> it's that simple. I just wanted you to say that on camera. <laughs> thank you. Thank, yeah, uh, radio's very weird, real. Record. Very real. Uh, Michael, I appreciate you coming in and hanging out. Welcome to Austin, man. Uh, yeah, sure. Once again, Cold Town Theater tonight at uh, 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock, yeah. Tickets at the door. Fifteen dollars. Uh, if you follow me on Instagram, DM me. I will give you a special code. What, what's your What's your Instagram? My Instagram is going to be my first and last name. It's going to be M Y K A L D E D E, like Michael D D or Michael Dayday. My whole name. Uh, find me on Instagram, DM me. I will send you a code so you can uh, buy the tickets online, save a couple bucks, and come support live comedy. Yeah, it's oh, a yeah. great uh, lineup. And I, I will say, you just invited people to DM you now. So yeah, yeah. Good, so, yeah, good oh, luck yeah. with that, dude. But anyhow, uh, <laughs> welcome again to Austin. I'm glad to meet you, and you're funny as hell. So Thank I hope you, man, uh, humans it. come see you and uh, come hang out more. We'll do some uh, radio bits together. Yeah, for sure. Hell yeah. Can we try it today? A did, 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 did you know acapella thing? Uh, yeah, you start. Okay. Did, 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 did you know? Did, 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 did you know? Did, 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 did you know? Did, 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 did you know? I did not participate. You did not, so you have to start. I Yeah, no, I'm a real bummer. I'm a real bummer. Sorry. There's more carbon dioxide in the ass. Sorry. In my ass? That's true. Did you know? Yeah. It's carbon monoxide. There's more carbon. Uh, there's more carbon. I can't say it. There's more car. There is more carbon dioxide in the atmosphere now than at any time in at least four million years. There's a lot of carbonara in your mouth and stomach. You fat piece of crap. Uh, fake news. That is fake. That's just Whoa, propaganda of news. global warming. I don't believe it. But you did say, "Did you know?" Before. Let's so be, true. be true. So uh, Emily be joining true. us for this segment. Give us one. Okay, here we go. Did you know that roughly one in three American adults have criminal records? Hell anyone? Yeah. Anyone? Anyone uh, want to admit do. it? I do. Yeah, I do. I, do. Yeah, I think I can't. The thing that sucks is now it's funny to post your mug shots on the internet years later, and I cannot find any of my any mug, of shots. mug shots. Really? It's all like misdemeanor alcohol related offenses, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, and minor in possession, uh, what's and public entering. intoxication, ah. uh, involuntary manslaughter. Oh, um, like, no, uh, like Baldwin. Uh, yeah, yeah, was, that's the where I was going at. But yeah. it was um, I got a ticket the other day uh, for parking illegally. It was twenty dollars. You ever been in jail though in Harris County? No, because I, 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 I paid my ticket literally the day I got it. Did <laughs> you know, uh, one time a constable came for me in San Marcos, and the stupid hostess at Joe's Crab Shack was like, oh, yeah, CJ comes in at 5. He'll be here then. Wow. Waited for me. I'm walking in with my apron, and he goes, Mr. Morgan, and I'm like, crap. So I'm like, yeah, and he's like, he's like, you know, it was a Friday night too. So he's like, you know, I don't, I don't have to take you in, but you do have to pay it immediately. I was like, well, let me flag down my girlfriend. She's driving by, and we'll uh, run to an ATM. He's like, that's fine, you can do that. And so she's driving, but then turns a different way. She just dropped me off, and I start yelling. I go, God effing damn it! And throw down my apron. 
Next thing I know, I'm on the ground and in cuffs. <gasps> uh, go to jail on a Friday, which means I'm not going to get out till Monday. However, I was able to call my girlfriend. They wouldn't let me at first because she has a Houston number. Long story short. No, she, can't. it's impossible at it's this point. It's a very long story. Uh, she goes to my friend, John Shaw, who works at a suit store in the outlet mall. When he gets off in his suit, pretends to be my lawyer and gets me out wow. of, uh, of the San Marcos or the Hayes County Jail on a Friday night. So you and are I got the night off. The one in three American adults who have a criminal record. Yeah. Congratulations. Matt's been to jail too, I think. Yeah, I have. Uh, and I, I Not for something stupid like not paying a ticket. But I'm not going to tell you what it is. Oh, no. So those days are behind me. I would, love to f- I would love to find... You have to knock on your neighbor's doors, don't you? No, I don't. But I will say oh, one of the arrests, uh, I was taken into custody wearing only my underwear. And I would love to see... The, the mugshot for that mugshot one? That mugshot would be so good. <laughs> Oof. That one was not... I didn't do anything bad, really. I mean, it was kind of stupid, but... You know, I was young. I got strip showered once, and that was not fun. Man, strip showered. County. Wow. Yeah. Spencer Jail? Yes. Okay. Then don't want to recount <laughs> All it. All right, Let's get guys. back to it. No, it was a very sad time. Uh, did you know? People in Washington, D.C. voted to create their own constitution in 1980 so they could never go to jail. Like, no, that's uh, so they could become a 51st state. Uh, Col- New Columbia. New Columbia. Yeah. Uh, the plan never went any further because Aww. of those. The swamp needs to be drained right on the Potomac. Uh, Spinny, you got one? I do, in fact, have one. Did you know giving birth in the U.S. is more than 20 times as lethal as skydiving? That sentence doesn't make sense. But now we know it. But I guess it's more dangerous well, than skydiving. Well, it doesn't make I guess sense. Yes, it is more dangerous. There, you have a greater chance of mm-hmm. dying giving birth than you do jumping out of a plane with a parachute. Uh, which I uh, Matt's mom has done both, and I've witnessed both. My no, you're thinking my mother-in-law. Your uh, mother-in-law. That's right. Never mind. That semantics. was crazy, though. That was. was you're, she almost. I. I can't. Thank you for inviting me to that. By the way, that was nuts. It was really nuts. Very nuts. Really nuts. Sorry. Um, sorry to everybody who's. Dishes were knocked off the shelves. Oh, oh my gosh. I thought she was going to die, dude. And she hit that ground and was yelling in excitement. I thought she broke a leg. I did too. But she was yelling in excitement. It was it was weird. It was very... And those skydiver dudes were like, oh, crap, I guess it's my turn to take her up. And they're like teenagers that looked like, you know... Hey, don't get me in trouble. Move on. How many times a week do you guys order delivery? Because I think I'm the weird one. In All the time, case. nonstop. Wait, really? Too much. Really? Yeah, it pisses me off. Ordered like delivery every last night. night. Yeah. Almost between my fiance and I. Yeah. What? Sometimes, uh, sometimes twice in a day. Really? Yeah. Before, How do you guys do it? Like before, why? I was about the same with CJ, but before like a month or two ago, before I started, you know, just keeping it at home, groceries mm-hmm. and stuff. But yeah, some days I would order lunch before I came in here. And then dinner, because I was just like, what? part of it was sort of holding over an aspect of my personality from when I would be really depressed and stuff and not want to go out whatsoever, okay. get that weird agoraphobia and not want to be even outside of the house. So a lot of that just sort of, you know, <laughs> uh, bled its way over into the lazy part of my personality. I was just like, screw it. But like at the end of the month when you're doing like your budgeting and stuff like that, and yeah. it's like you realize you spent like. Four hundred dollars, yeah. and that uh, adds up just in like two oh weeks. Six dollar, six dollar tip, two three dollars. I don't even fees. make that much, yeah. so it's like no wonder I'm not even like profiting. That, that's you know, what I was going to ask. Is the reason why I never do delivery is because I always can. I always 
tell myself, let's do it. That'll be good for your mental health because you need to stay home a little bit. I do too much outside. But then as soon as I go through the app and yeah, I look at all the fees. I look at, you know, I want to tip these people well. I look at how much extra they're charging because they overcharge you for the food, obviously. on The, the restaurant delivery does. Yeah. Yeah. They'll be like, oh, yeah. even though your delivery fee is 50 cents, here's this other service charge. We yeah. Have, that's $8 and or so something I always for one get food too item. scared. And I look at the price and I can't afford it. Or I could afford it. I just get, I get, I get too scared about it. So that doesn't bother you. I mean, obviously it bothers you, but. Yeah, it's What sucks. are you ordering that's um, good enough to go through all of that? I got, oh man, last night I got yeah. some uh, sliders and a, mm. a big mm. foot long corn dog. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah, absolutely delicious. Not Hat Creek, not Burger Tex, not Waterloo Ice House, but the other one that's similar. And it was okay. great. It was great. But uh, the, the problem I have at work is I can't, I've been ordering online, but then I'll go drive to pick it up. Yeah. That way I save on the tip and the, the fee and I whatnot. I every now and then. But my problem is when I get to work, I don't eat in the morning because I don't feel like eating. And then I'm all like, I got to work. I got to do stuff. And then get I get starving. dizzy and hungry and then yeah. I have to eat. And then it's really expensive to deliver here. So it, uh, it sucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I always think I'm going to have leftovers for the next day when I order. But then because I haven't eaten all day, you never I eat do. it all. You binge a bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's. Uh, I do it way too much, and it's 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 not good at all. Yeah. Do, do you go through the delivery apps, or because I haven't seen a lot of restaurants that offer their own delivery anymore. Yeah, yeah it's usually through Most Favor through or DoorDash that the apps will do it. Yeah, I, I, I favor uh, DoorDash. Phil's Ice House, that's what I had last night. Phil's, Phil's Ice, Ice House. They do, they do, you can buy three sliders of their different styles, which are all named after like Austin neighborhoods. And oh, street. that's, that's so good. And their Phil's, dogs are, Phil's is good, man. Oh, they're mixed fries. Uh, corn dogs, yeah. But damn it, yes, I way too much. Yeah. And you, you don't. You also do a cooking show. You yeah. do home crafty things. Yeah, I like to cook. That's that's something that I enjoy. I also am just a really big stickler when it comes to money because yeah. my parents were growing up. I just I it's hard for me to get myself to spend that money, but honestly I'm not much better than you because instead of ordering delivery, you know, I'll get to the end of the night, I'm like, Oh, I'm so tired. I should eat something. Maybe I'll deliver. Oh, that's so expensive. And then I just don't eat. Or last night, for example, I just had Oreos and and a grapefruit. Like that's stupid. I need yeah, to. That's I, a weird combo. I should. That sounds like either. That, that sounds like either a pregnancy, pregnancy <laughs> yeah. which we know you're not. I know. Hopefully, I know, <laughs> but I'm also, not, I know. I'm not well. Or it sounds like a pandemic start on like lifestyle where people just like cramming. You know what I mean? Just yeah. sitting around. Oh, I don't have to go out or do anything. Yeah, Let's yeah. Just be a pig. I also enjoy going to restaurants. Do you go to restaurants anymore, or is it just I, still mainly? I do. It's just hard with my fiance and I's uh, schedule? schedule to to meet up and do that. We've been yeah. trying to have a date at Quality Seafood for like oh, a month. Yeah. I love Quality. Never been there. Well, it's really good. We should, um, I was we actually, should, we should order it. I was <laughs> actually going to do a show date there, but I was like, we don't want to do it before you and you Lisa get yeah, to go. No, I don't think we're that going would be. to. Actually, that was my plan was to take, before the end of the year, was to take y'all uh, to Quality Seafood for some delicious Quality Seafood mm-hmm. because I owe Matt a dinner and then I was just going to surprise him by having you two show up and it would ah, be a fun team building exercise. But yeah. yeah, making it happen's hard. So yeah. maybe yeah. we'll just sit in the studio and order, and order it to go and have him <laughs> deliver it here. No. Seafood huh? to go is not the best. I will say that. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing is every time that I get something delivered, I feel like it's not as good as if I no. just would have gone. It never there. is. 
then why do you do it? I, I don't well, know. I'm, this isn't. I'm not judging you. I'm just trying to convince myself that some, I should do it more. Some things you shouldn't order, like fries or wings mm-hmm. or things that just you know they get soggy on yeah. the on route to your place just because they're you know in a little cardboard box that's basically. Not really steaming, but it's just getting humid in there. Cindy sitting in a um, POS Toyota yeah, Corolla with no. cat hair and cigarette burns. <laughs> hey, it sounds like, like my car. <laughs> Asian, Asian food, or like, well, Indian is Asian technically, but Indian food and things like curries and stuff. That stuff That's good. Just, just in a nice Ramen. little cup, and it mm-hmm. stays warm, and the rice doesn't matter because I'm just going to pour it over the rice. Later. Three yeah. words for you. Yeah. Air, fry, er. That's how you do it? It'll, it'll reinvigorate so almost anything. So you pay an extra price to then come home and recook well, your food. Well, it's, it's also just for, it's for leftovers that you make as well, too. Okay. So he's like, oh, you know, like if you made some wings, like, for example, you, you, yeah. release, you hey, can throw yeah. the wings back in. I just had an epiphany. What? Oh. This is the first leftovers where we've talked about leftovers. leftovers. Wow. wow. It's that like is a, a good It's like in the movie when they say the Whoa. name of the movie. Yeah. Four things you should never do in a restaurant. We supposed to make money on the internet. The internet? Dead thing's still around. How do other people make money on the internet? We'd have to put something up on the internet that everyone would find fascinating. Wait, I've got it. Computer load up celery man, please. Yes. We look at the clickbait so you don't have to, and this is actually uh, a little follow-up to something we discussed earlier this week with Emily, who was worried that she's being annoying to servers and bartenders. I, I, I still worry about that every day. Yeah. And there's This a, is surprising that the list is only four things long. Because should there's... Be more. Yeah, should be a lot. I'm going to say I imagine a whole bunch of things. There you're should not be a lot. Uh, unfortunately, Emily's uh, query did not make it to the list. Thank um, God. Which was... Understandable, because that's something I think most people do, because with food, asking, we're indecisive. Yeah, I was just asking people, what do you suggest? What do you recommend? I, yeah, what do you recommend? And Which, I thought that would be annoying, but I, it doesn't seem like it's too bad, yeah. as long as I at least order something. If you're something. in a chain, fast food, lower level dining, probably. If right. you're mid to high level dining, your other concern, which they probably will do, is just upsell you. But if you're at fine dining, recommendations are, they have specials, they have daily things. Mm -hmm. Recommendations are probably encouraged, welcome, and beneficial to both parties. Mm -hmm. So, Emily, you're only kind of annoying. Oh, thank God. Yeah, Uh, here we go. Four things you should never do in a restaurant, and it does start the article by saying, not leaving a tip is the obvious one. Don't be a jerk. We love for you to tip. And, of course, service industry people welcome all the time. 512-835-1015. Text us if you want. Uh, This... Oh, this pisses a lot of people off. Don't rearrange the tables on your own. Mm, yeah. Oh, uh, what do you mean? One could belong to a different server. That's a different right. section. Oh, you're talking um, about sitting at different tables. Right. Let's say there's five of you and then only mm. one table seats only four, even if it's just moving a chair or something. Oh. It's like at least ask wait staff first, right? Or Correct. Like the host. And yeah. so not only does it mess with the sections thing, which again, the layman's going to think, well, who cares? I'm the customer. I should get what I want. No, okay, whatever. No. But... There are so many things within the restaurant. The hostess is going to get yelled at and in trouble by the server. The manager is going to yell at like mm-hmm. the people are going to get in trouble for what you did. Yeah. Also, a lot of times, if you see that a restaurant's empty and there are tables, um, there's a reason it's empty. They stagger and do that because not uh, filling up a restaurant isn't always good, and it doesn't mean that's the definition of they're busy. If the restaurant's full. 
sometimes it just means the kitchen is at its peak capacity to produce food, which means tables and stuff still might be empty. That's kind of a different subject, but yeah. Yeah. Re- I mean, don't, don't rearrange and move tables. Sometimes they might be down a wait, you know, wait or two, and they just go like, oh, we don't have enough people to serve this high of a capacity, so. But it's, a, it's an annoying thing yeah, to do, yeah, yeah. so yeah, ask, figure that out, don't, and God, I mean, I you know it. more than both of us do. We've never worked uh No, I was a wait staff. retail girl. My, so. my mom yeah. is so annoying, too. She always asks to move tables. She always sends her, she's on oh. this list a lot. At least she asks. That's <laughs> you know? true. Uh, four things you should never do in a restaurant during clickbait corner. Uh, not washing your hands. You should always wash your hands after handling a menu or touching stuff on the table. Yeah, I guess, but that's not annoying. That's just that's, personal hygiene. I mean, oh, yeah, let me yeah. just get up all of a sudden after I got comfortable and go sp- spray my hands down. I yeah. mean, that's what Germex is for. You keep yeah. the, That's what your mom coming to, coming to restaurants with you is for. Say, my mom always has Germex. We're probably <laughs> considered post, almost post-pandemic. Not really. But we all learn how to get a bunch of, you know, buy our own, uh, you know, personal bottles of, yeah. uh, you know, alcohol or, you know, just whatever it's called. And wash your hands Cleanser. after you touch your danger. I don't yeah, care yeah. if you think it's clean or if it's just skin. Wash them. Uh, number three, this one very much annoys me, and my mom does it all the time. Don't send food back just because it's not what you expected. Oh, I'm the same way. If it's cooked wrong, yeah. if it's not the right thing, unfortunately, my fiance and I have both sat there with things that are cooked wrong or bad and not yeah. sent it back because we're cowards. I'm the same yeah, way. Yeah, I got some etouffee um, once that was way too salty, and I was like, ah. Uh. See, that's if it's if I didn't, I've never had etouffee actually before. So I was like, I guess this is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, I was like, sad. that I'll is a tough the... thing. But yeah, don't, if, if your steak is cooked wrong, then yeah, it's cooked wrong. Uh, don't it. try not to be steak. a D about it. Yeah. But if it's if, if it's just not what you expected, if it's uh, spicy, or if it's if something you, if, that's if, really expensive, if you order salmon and it's too fishy, well, don't order fish. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Actually, salmon shouldn't be too fishy. There, there have been a couple of times where it's something that is like super super expensive, and like for example, I don't like onions, and yeah. if I specifically am like, hey, please don't put onions in it, it's like it's so hard for me to be like I. I can't eat this. I really that hate sucks. onions. That's my number one food that I my, hate. My fiance too, and I. It frustrates. Me. I don't like making changes to things. Mm-hmm. Order it how it is. Yeah. Uh, mainly when it's just fast food, when it's all production line sort of things. Yeah. But yeah, she'll. I'm like, just take them off afterwards. No, and you can taste it on the. Uh, oh yeah, onions are great. Yeah, I love uh, onions. Last one. Don't leave gross stuff on the table for cleanup. Dirty tissues. Some people leave diapers behind. Ew. Trash receipts. Clean up your own mess. Oh, yeah. Uh, I also have that thing that I don't know if it's annoying or not, but my fiance and I will stack and organize my plates. My mom does that, too. But some people hate that. They right. don't like it when you stack and organize plates. Yeah. So I I don't know, but there you go. Uh, just, don't, just be... Well, I was trying to think, like, what else should you not do there? I don't know. Maybe, you know, you should wear clothes to the restaurant. You know what I mean? <laughs> no Those shoot. are only four things. Yeah. So no shirt, no shoes, yeah. no service. I will say what will make up for all this is if you leave a good tip. Just leave a good Honestly, tip. Honestly, yeah. One of the co-founders of Nest has a new product out, and it's absolute trash. <laughs> Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. Is it weird? Is it wired with Matt Bearden? Or I really liked yesterday. You were so upset with uh, uh, the Mewtwo product that you just said, why? Not weird or wired is your judgment, your verdict, but why? Well, I told you CES was out. And right after CES is out, everybody tries to start advertising their new consumer products. And there's a lot of dumb stuff out there. This one, though, I called it complete trash because it is. 
but I don't know that I'm against it. Huh. Uh, the guy's name is uh, Rogers. What is it? Matt Rogers. He's one of the guys that created Nest. You know the the kind of the yeah the, the whole home system. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they started with the they started with a, a way to control how hot and cold it was in your house. They sold that off to Google. He's left, and now he's a new thing out. And um, honestly, it's a trash can. It's called Mill and Mill Industries. They're launching their first product, the Mill Bin. And it's a trash can, except you put stuff in there like um, your, trash, your food scraps, and then it dries them out overnight, and then it automatically grinds them into tiny powdery bits, neutralizes the odors with the charcoal filter, and then when the bin is full, it automatically mails a box to return the waste back to the company, and there they clean it, they sift it, they pasteurize they it, they bag it. it up, and they sell it off as chicken feed to farmers. No, so the whole point is it's an expensive composter. Sounds overly it, complicated. It's, it is complicated. I don't think it's going to work because it requires effort from people, and, and it's people. more wasteful. Just the, shipping the, the stuff. Yeah. Well, when you start going through the numbers of how much waste there is, how much extra landfill space is taken up. I just you read start about to, that. You yeah. start to understand why he's coming up with this concept. Sure. And there's a huge percentage of landfill space that is just like unused food, rotten yeah. food and it's, stuff. It's so nuts. yeah, I guess it, I can, yeah. Okay. And there's certain foods that don't rot, like fatty meats and stuff like that. Like it just turns to grease. It doesn't dissipate. Uh, if a single water burger, burger onion, if you lose that in your car, it's never going to dissipate. It's there forever. I agree. It smells. You can smell it I forever. agree because I've been there. Um, what I will say is the concept is I want to get behind it because when you do read about this, you go, oh, this is beneficial. But there's nothing to motivate me. You want me to buy an expensive machine. Yeah. And then you're not kicking me in when you sell this chicken feed. Like, if nothing else— Send me free chickens or send me yeah, free yeah. eggs or something. Get me into the cycle and yeah, maybe yeah, I'm excited about chickens. it. Chickens, uh, chickens have herpes. They get sick all the time. Herpes. Or at least no I chickens. guess send me like Stop. a 25 cent royalty for you or something like for something. that. Something. It's a great idea though. The city of Austin, if you live inside the city of Austin, you may have a composting bin now. You're supposed to put your food scraps and stuff in there uh, to try to get that out of the stream. That has reduced how much waste we have in our trash can. But I will tell you this. We are not a 100% composting family by any means. Right. Nowhere close to it. It's hard to think of. It's hard to remember. If there was something right there in my kitchen, one of the things that's kept me from doing it is that it stinks. Yeah, This absolutely. thing promises not to stink. It also, during the summer, it gets bugs, it gets gnats, it gets ants. I did an outside composting thing, and that's going okay so far. Except, again, when you bring up the effort part, you have to sift and sort different types of food. Right. If you have a cucumber, you want a compost or a banana, you can't just throw it in there. you got to cut it up into really small pieces for yeah, it to man. properly com- – You those, don't want it to rot. Those got teeth. It's not supposed to rot. It's supposed to compost and get more – but it's so what's nuts more is, effort to do. What's nuts is they're – basically, they made some very good points. They talked to some scientists, and they said, look – Everyone's like, oh, we got to have uh, nuclear fusion. We have to do this to protect the, the environment. He's like, it's not that complicated, the things that would cause the biggest change to the environment. And he's like, one of them is, hey, don't put food in the trash. It's that easy. But, man, not putting food in the trash? Mm. If you handed my mom a dirty plate to, on dishes night, 
you get yeah. in trouble. I, 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 you scrape those plates, baby. Dude. It's going to be hard well, to get all, ourselves in that habit. I was always trash. told there's starving children in Asia or Africa or something like that. You should be proud and thankful for what you get. And I'm like, I'm just, I'm full. All right. Well, Please. there's a starving chicken somewhere that won't be getting the powder from my house. It's the CJ Morgan Show with Emily, Matt Beard, and Spencer.